Welcome Cosmic Toolbox. So it is July and this is going to be our monthly preview. I'm going to run through this um, as quickly and I think the word I'm looking for is succinctly as I can so that um, we really get an idea of what the month is going to feel like. Um, and at the same time, understand that this is a bit of a relief. <laughs> so um, as we, how do I want to say this? As we gaze upon July, some of the things we want to pay attention to and some of the things, some of the things that we really have to like plan our life around is that we have a major love thing happening right? Like we've got major, major love vibes in our, in our ethers all around us. We are going to be <clears throat> feeling the love, but also we're going to have a lot of, um, oh, and I don't know why I'm mincing my words so much. So why we're going to have quite a bit of inner drama related to love and, we are going to see this sort of coming to a head at the full moon at the end of the month too. So as like, as we plan our life around July, you want to plan on doing the work of relationships. You want to plan on, and, and here's one of the keys, right? So when we look at the moon cycle, the lunar cycle for July, we note that the month begins on a third quarter moon and it ends on a third quarter moon. July 1st was a third quarter moon in Aries. July 31st is a third quarter moon in Taurus. So Aries is initiatory. Taurus gives root, gives life, right? We just talked about that in regards to the sun going from Aries season to Taurus season, but we're talking about our inner world, our moon energy, having a third quarter moon in Aries and ending the month in a third quarter moon in Taurus. The reason that that's significant is that we also have a lot of squares with Uranus. Uranus is retrograde in Taurus. We have our Uranus is getting ready to go retrograde in Taurus next month. Uranus is in Taurus currently right now. Um, but when we kick off July with a third quarter moon in Aries, we want to bring our awareness back into what is the third quarter moon? What does that mean? Um, and what to kind of look for. So the third quarter moon is the halfway point between the full moon and the new moon. So the halfway point between manifesting and banishing, and then starting to get to the space where we're conjuring up new intentions for the new moon. The in-between time is known as a time to shift difficult things. Now with a new moon, the week before a new moon, we start to think about what do we intend to feel? What do we want to feel? What's better than this? If not this, then better. We kind of get those things in our mind, right? That's the work we're doing between the third quarter moon and a new moon. But at the third quarter moon, we're really looking at what can we shift? What can we do? Um, the full moon, we let go of what doesn't serve us. The third quarter moon is like our regrouping after that purge. Um, and that can leave us with some tension. Like, and so think about, we had this third quarter moon on July 1st and it was in Aries. So here, let's picture this initiatory Aries. So all of a sudden let's stand in front of our closet and we did a big closet purge on the full moon 
pulled out everything you, you need, you need and what you don't need. You sorted it. You put the things you need back. You took the piles of stuff off and now you just have off to the donation place. And then now you have this empty closet. Third quarter moon is like, yes, let's do this. What do I need? What do I want? What do I like? Um, how can I match these outfits together? That's third quarter moon energy. Do I have a lot of black pants? Do I need some colored tops? Do I have a lot of black tops doing some colored pants? Am I going with all black everything? Do And then getting into this emotion, do I want to be someone who wears more skirts? <laughs> do I want to be someone who wears blah, 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 blah? What do I want? You're looking for what's there, right? We're doing a lot of reality work, especially with all the retrogrades we have right now. We're doing the work. So as we're doing the work, we're seeing what fits. We're seeing what doesn't fit. We're seeing what we have left after the banishing and how can we make it feel more exciting? And what do we need to fill in the pieces? Um, and we also always, because the third quarter moon is a halfsies, right? Like the first quarter moon is halfsies. Half truths are lingering. So you always have to think about the other side. What's coming up for the other people? Shadow work will come up for others as you clear your life. Right. And others will think I was pruned. Right. So <laughs> it's just one of these things that we're getting a little bit more into focus with. You want to look at both sides of the story. You want to know what you can celebrate, what you want to build on, how you can go deeper into some of the healing third quarter moon time is all about that work. Right. So here's the thing. <laughs> so if you begin a month in third quarter moon and you end a month in a third quarter moon and the new moon within the cycle that these things are happening is one of the most, um, who, what's the word I want to use is one of the most inner, inner world activating new moons of the entire yearly cycle, uh, no pressure, NBD. Uh, so we really want to think about that. Third quarter moon, Aries starts things. Third quarter moon, Taurus builds structure, builds roots, gives it a firm foundation. We're doing work this month, friends, right? We're doing work. And with all the retrogrades happening, we're doing work. And with the new moon in cancer, that means the sun and the moon are both in cancer. The luminaries are together in cancer. Cancer is ruled by the moon. So we are watching the moon all cancer season, right? And by the time we get to the third quarter moon in Taurus, the sun will be in Leo. So we will be taking all of our inner world stuff and putting it on stage. This is a month of work. Okay. Emotional work to bring forth into the world. So we have to get that sort of grand scale energy really out there. We want to be thinking what is no longer serving me. I'm willing to let this go. I don't know how give me some clues, inspiration, help me let this go. I'm willing to let go. I don't know how I'm going to focus my gratitude instead on this, instead of the thing I want to let go of. Um, really journal about the areas of life that you want to shift your energy, right? And third quarter moons are when you create joyless. So you want to get into that joyless center. Um, and it's not too late to work with the third quarter moon here. It's only July 2nd at the time of this recording, right? 
So work with this third quarter moon in Aries, work with initiating, right? Starting something, um, the joyless, start your joyless, do some things for many of us. There's a long weekend here. So you have extra time, hopefully to yourself on the third of July, we have Jupiter quintile Uranus. This is a, this is, this is an aspect guys. This is one where remember Jupiter is retrograde. We are going to feel it. (laughs) And I I'm saying that because of course we are right. But we also, the sun is quincunx Uranus as well. And so we have this really interesting play with some expansion and illumination where rebellion needs to happen, but it's inward. Do you need to change? Do you need to shift? What do you need to shift to be more yourself, right? That's going to be a major part of the beginning of this month. Then we move into July 9th, the new moon in cancer. This is a big deal. You're going to want to work with this new moon in cancer. You're going to want to set your intentions. You're going to want to flow with the, with the sign that is ruled by the moon. We have to work together here, right? The sun is also going to be in cancer. Mercury moves into cancer on the 11th. Lots of inner world activations, lots of intuition, lots of psychic activations, lots of emotions, moodiness abounds like, right. Be, be wise, have your emotions. Don't let them have you, right. Your emotions should all be had by you. You should allow yourself to feel them all. Don't let your emotions just have you. Um, then we come into palace Athena retrograde on the 14th, the 15th Chiron retrograde, right. Um, pretty big deal. We also have that cosmic rectangle in the sky with, with, um, some major activations taking place at, at, at July 15th, we're going to have Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter, Neptune, Chiron, Pallas, Athene, all in retrograde. Um, the 17th first quarter moon in Libra, just before Vesta moves into Libra, pay attention when the moon moves into the air signs this year, 2021, I'm paying attention to the air signs. Everybody should be. Mercury's having its retrogrades all in air. And we are seeing some real wild stuff, I believe, um, unfolding with the air, the changing of the winds, everybody. Um, Then the 21st of July, we have Venus moving into Virgo. And we're going to feel some of that hot to trot energy cool off a little bit. Um, Because for most of July here, we're going to have Venus in Leo. And that sexy goddess is going to be showing off a ton all month. Um, towards the end of July, we are going to feel energetics intensify about, I would, I would say as soon as the sun moves into Leo, because the sun is the ruler of Leo, remember the sun is going home. And I have this really interesting way that I feel about the July, August handoff, because, you know, we, we, We are never so concerned with any other planetary beings as we are the sun and the moon. They all impact us. We're, you know, there's stars in the sky to us when we go outside, but the sun and the moon, right? They are the things our days are wrapped around. And so when the moon moves into its house, the moon goes home, right? And the moon's at its house. And I always like to think about it the way that 
you know, you tend to act your most self when you're at home. And so the moon is at home. And so in this, in during cancer season, everybody becomes so much more lunar. We become watery. The emotions are everywhere. And when we have the sun and the moon, both in cancer, we have both luminaries. So our daytime self and our nighttime self and our outward expressions and our inward expressions, we're very cancerian, right? Um, and then it's like, we make these new moon intentions and we're working with the luminaries and cancer. And then the sun, the sun starts to move towards Leo. And it's like the sun and the moon are hanging out in the moon's house. And then you come up with these intentions that you want for the next year, because it'll take, it'll, it'll take the sun so long to get back to, you know, Leo. Um, it takes a whole year. Right. And so the sun's about to go into Leo and the moon's like, Oh, by the way, sun, this is how I imagine it on the, on the new moon. This is what we're working on. These are the, these are the plans we came up with in my basement, right? The moon and the sun hanging out in the in the moon's house. And then the sun will go into Leo and then the sun will be at home. And so that's why the vitality hits, right? That end of July, early August, the dog days of summer, right? With the dog star serious involved and, and things just get extra dynamic and we become our lioness selves or your lion selves, right? And you become so vibrant in those days. It's like that peak summer energy. And it's because we have the luminaries, you know, in their homes, And so we're feeling it on the inside and we get ourselves sorted on the inside so that we can bring it all out to the outside. And so this is the work I visualize with July and August. This is the work I visualize us doing every summer. Sometimes we're having eclipses in this time, this, this year we're not. And that's why last year was so intense because we're having eclipse season during this luminaries home visit, right? And, and so as you start to understand this in, in the very energetics of it, and you start to feel more connected to it, you could see why this full moon in Aquarius is going to feel right. It's like, it's going to be like, you had all these emotions and you took them to your friend who's a genius, but they're very analytical. And they look at the big picture and they see the the humanity, instead of all the people, they see the forest for the individual trees. And you take all of your wateriness and your Aquarius friends, like, dump them girl, you know, or whatever that full moon's going to feel like that. It's going to feel like all the work you did all through July, you're going to hit Aquarius full moon. And it's just going to be like changes, whatever, whatever's up, it's going to change. It's going to shift. And that's a good thing because the sun's in Leo and the sun remembers what you told him, right? When you were with him on the full, on the new moon in cancer, the sun will remember and the sun will be in his house now and things are getting done. And so we're ending the month on that third quarter moon in Taurus with the sun at home in Leo and the full moon in Aquarius stuff's going to happen. So it's a big mood, right? And don't forget the full moon in Aquarius is the 23rd of July. Mercury moves into Leo the 27th. Mercury is one to watch this month with this year and Mercury moving into Leo means we're going to have all this, all this fire energy, all this stage energy. And, you know, we really want to be paying attention to that. And we have the Delta Aquarids happening at the end of the month. Mars moves into Virgo at the end of the month. Um, Strategy is going to get real really into details at the end of July. So you're going to want to make sure you read the contracts. You're going to want to make sure you have 
thought through your plans because, you know, the great, the great strategy, um, you know, general, uh, Mars is going to be very analytical and it's going to feel a little structured and you're going to feel like you're sitting with your Virgo friend, having drinks. And you're like, well, what about this? And as they bring up like five things that you forgot to think about. So it's going to be that kind of energy. Um, Ceres moves into Gemini in the 31st, as is that third quarter moon in Taurus. Um, and then without getting into August at all too much. Anyway, um, we start to have Juno is currently retrograde, right. And will be retrograde through all of this. Juno goes direct on the 2nd of August. And so it's a really, if you're looking at the Venus in Leo and all of Venus, all of the Venus aspects of July, all of the sex and love and connection and relationships and all of this, you're looking at all that Venus, what you want to make sure you're aware of is that everything, everything is pointing towards the fact that July is going to be about doing the inner work so that we can do the outer change and the outer shift. And that Juno direct hangs out there, um, as a commitment, marriage, midwifery, birthing of something better. It's, it's auspicious. Um, and so we want to pay attention, just pay attention, right? pay attention. And if you've got a lot of cancer and you've got a lot of Leo, you're going to want to pay attention. My North nodes in Leo, and I've been working on this summer energy and my plans and my intentions for the last six months, because this all felt very activating. This is an activating summer. And so, um, we're going to see a lot more actual physical movement in 2022, but this is an activation you'll see next, next summer. Um, you'll look back to July of 2021 and think, yeah, no, that is when I had that idea or people will people 10 years from now say, you know, that summer 21, just after the pandemic, that's when my husband and I decided that we were going to fix our marriage for real this time. Or, you know, that summer 2021 after the pandemic, that's when I decided I couldn't stay with my wife anymore. I I had to break out. I had to become myself or, Oh, you know, that summer 2021, that's when I knew I had to quit my job. I didn't quit my job for another year, but that summer is the summer I knew, you know, there will be in five to 10 years, people will talk about the summer of 2021 and they'll put a lot of it into perspective of post pandemic or pre second surge or whatever balance that we're in. They'll put it into those things, but this is very astrological and, and, um, primed. Right. And so just really take July for what it is. And it's a really excellent, excellent time to be working with the sun and the moon and all the other planets, but the sun and the moon, the luminaries, we are being illuminated and you want to really think about yourself and how you illuminate the most. Right. And, um, where do you illuminate? Where do you come alive? How does it feel to come alive? When's the last time you came alive? July, July wants to know July called. It wants to know. All right, everybody. That was the monthly forecast. Um, and now I'm like, did I say monthly or weekly forecast in the beginning? But huh, this is the monthly everybody have a beautiful July and I will talk to you all very, very soon. Um, stay safe fall in love again and again and again and again, have gratitude. Remember that you are a being of light and you are here. 
So take a look around. What do you need more of in your closet? Talk to you. Love you. Bye.